Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Monday or happy whatever day you're listening to this, but we're recording this for Monday. So if you're one of those that are on top of it, which I can't imagine anybody <laughs> is because we have so many episodes going out. But if you are, happy Monday. This is the only segment we have that has the the day it's supposed to come out in the title, Monday Mini. So oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's an indicator. Maybe. Maybe they pick it up. All right. So just in case, <laughs> happy Monday. Yes. If not, happy day to you in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and you too, Annie. It's not Monday for us, but I'm going to pretend like it is. Oh, God, no. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that. I was like, I really don't think I want that. Anyway, <laughs> back into what we're going to talk about today for our Monday Mini. And we've talked a bit before about the podcasting industry. This is going to be very meta. Mm-hmm. And we thought it would be a good time to do a quick update on what is happening with the industry. And I'm not... We're not going to get too deep, honestly. Like, we're not going to go to the ins and outs, but just a small bit of a review uh, of our past episodes about what is happening and women in the industry as well. So for today's Monday Mini, we wanted to not only do a quick rundown of changes, but also talk about what is happening in the industry. And there's been a lot of conversations about the responsibilities of this specific industry. And there's been a bit of contention, uh, especially as if you know what's going on in Spotify world, this whole label of freedom of speech, responsibility and misinformation. And, you know, we've also had Bridget on, uh, and we've talked a lot about misinformation being poured out in social media. And let's talk about the fact that we are a medium that does relay a lot of information. And because in our specific group of listeners, we get called out real quick. And thank you for that. Or called in. Yes. (laughs) Let's say called in, I guess, real Mm -hmm. quick when something is misleading and or could be damaging. And that's important uh, for us because we do want to make sure we are paying attention and that we are not bringing on harmful rhetoric. Yeah. But that's been a lot of conversation about who is talking, what are they saying, and who is responsible for what's being said, right? Oh, yeah. Like even... At our office, which again, we're still all working from home pretty much, but we have kind of a like chat function where we can talk about these kinds of things. And it's been a point of discussion, um, even amongst our, our coworkers. And it's been really interesting. And I don't know, you, sometimes you probably feel this a lot too, but sometimes it feels strange when you'll see something that you... Is your job in the news? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, huh. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like an odd moment. <laughs> right. Well, and you and I talked about with our, and just like that episode, a mm-hmm. watch episode, the fact that podcasting is now being yes. used as a career type of option in films. And I've seen it a lot, as in fact, you and I talked about recently, the uh, Archive 81, which was based from a fictional podcast that has a podcaster in there that is based off of the podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I mean, it comes down to the fact that what you were talking about, about the chats within our own workspace, because this is our job. Like, Mm -hmm. we get paid for this. We have to get paid for this. This is how we get our money. It's not as lucrative as you think. And I'm sure a lot of the indie podcasters know this because a lot of the questions that we get immediately is, how do I make money? How do I get picked up? Um, And then we have to kind of give up the ins and outs of like, well, well. Yeah. There is a lot of well, well, because we are on a giant 
network that has probably one of the largest platforms of podcasts uh, to date. And one of the things that we've had discussions on are some of the shows that we don't agree with. And we've had to bring it to attention of like, hey, this is really hard for us as feminist podcasters who come on and already belittle because A, we're women, A, I'm a person of color, B, you're uh, LGBTQ, like all these things. We already have a lot of things stacked against us. And then to be on a network with another show that is blasting us and saying that we are secondary to who they are as white cis males, Mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard to really feel like we're on a platform that appreciates or us or supports us. And not that they're not. Mm-hmm. But when you have competing shows like that, or or I guess neighboring shows, uh, sure. however you want to see it, fam- familial. Yeah. <laughs> what in is network. this? What, do you, yeah. what network, I guess, in the same network. I don't know how to yeah. say it. <laughs> that it's hard to explain to people why this happens. And then when we had like really obviously opposing as to mm-hmm. what we say on our podcast yeah. and we get called out real quick. Thank y'all. Yes. We have yeah, to acknowledge. a lot of times we don't even know. That's, oh, yeah. So yes, we do appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's being on there. And unless we have voiced them, we have no clue it's there, mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah. And then having to come back to the fact that we're the one that faces the consequences not the people behind the scenes. Uh, So that's a big conversation that's happening in the world. But also, we already know that we are in the minority when it comes to the gender that's in this group of voices, I guess is the best way to put it. And, you know, we've talked about this again about the industry. And, Annie, you've been in this for a long while. I would say almost from the beginning um, Mm -hmm. when podcast was happening because we know NPR and then How Stuff Works really started out with, hey, there's a new medium. Let's see if this works for us. And Mm -hmm. surprisingly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It has. Um, And we're still here. Like uh, Stuff Mom Never Told You has been around for, what, 11 years now? I think 2010 is when it started. Yeah. yeah. So. so 12, almost 12 mm-hmm. years. I believe so. <laughs> and you've been there from pretty much the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're, you're an old hat in this game. Do you <laughs> feel like uh, this industry has changed a lot? Yes. Yes. When I started, I remember so clearly my boss, who was awesome, and she was just always kind of like, willing to entertain ideas and also is pretty smart business woman. So at the time, like, you know, we were more of an internet company. Like we wrote articles. This was when How Stuff Works, like I said in a recent episode, this company is this company is not even the right word. I've been working <laughs> on the same job, but it's been owned by like seven different right. companies. So this was how stuff works. She just came in one day and said, like, you know, there's this kind of like wacky new thing. Like, it's called podcasting. And then she had to explain what that was. And we were all kind of watching her blankly. <laughs> She's like, but anyway, <laughs> Apple is really pushing it. And they're a big company. And I think it could be a good way to get some more exposure. So I thought, like, let's just try it out. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> I mean, it turned out she's a genius. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But I just remember that air of it being like, this is a weird thing. And I I mean, even when she said it, it sounded like she thought it would fail, but that it was worth trying because this was a big company that was pushing it. Right. So we did it. And like I said, and you and I have talked about, podcasting can be really weird because it it, it's like it goes out into the ether and you have no idea what happened to it, right? Right. And there were a lot of figuring things out and hiccups and stuff. 
But that so that was the start. Now, I mean, it's kind of a running joke that like everyone you talk to has a podcast, right? <laughs> and it is a popular medium that we're seeing in shows like and just like that or Archive Eighty One or Halloween. So that's kind of bizarre because I feel like I went from almost like. It's like I've I've gone, I've traded one embarrassment from another and I'm not embarrassed of my job, but I went from being like embarrassed because I thought this was a thing no one understood and thought would fail and I would have to explain it every time to, I still have to explain it, but people always are kind of like, oh, you also have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I do think like, one of the things that we talked about when we had our recent discussion around crypto we've talked about a lot is it's it was a new it's a newish medium um it was like 2008 i think it started to take off mm-hmm. and we're having all these conversations that we need to be having about you know this is a new medium so it's a chance to not repeat the same mistakes of other entertainment mediums and i mean i have hope for that but it's still depressing to see some of the numbers and have some of these conversations that we've had um, among our coworkers and, you know, the thing with like fact checking and like, it's not like podcasting is unique. That is something that is in every entertainment media, but it's just kind of like, I want to see more, like I want us to do better. Right. Don't we all? <laughs> Sorry, that was a sad moment. Yeah, obviously we do. And it's interesting to see how it's come up because we've talked about this for a minute, about supporting other women. We had a whole like conversation. Uh, we did presentations on it, trying to make sure that we could be a part of that. Before we kind of have a, a deeper conversation, we did want to go back into some facts because uh, we love some facts. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about those. Yes. So, opportunities are growing in the industry. There's a total of over 2 million shows and at least 48 million episodes as of April 2021. You know, we love some statistics. So, here are some numbers from the Buzzsprout site. In 2022, 51% of the population has listened to a podcast and roughly 78% are familiar with the medium. Now, this is amazing because... That's not my parents. Before you came along, <laughs> by the way. Samantha, we used to literally have business meetings where our boss, who's like the most corporate of corporate bosses, would walk us through how to explain a podcast to people <laughs> and how to tell them how to get to one because no That's one amazing. knew. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. You know, one of the reasons apparently for that is smartphones. So they are yes. saying the majority of listeners come from smartphone users. Yes, and that was a big push because the Apple iPhones had the automatic podcast button, but Androids didn't. So it's been a big push in the industry to get Android to include something. Um, so because there used to be a pretty big statistic of people who had iPhones listen to podcasts, people who had Androids didn't. <laughs> I think that's very, very interesting. Some more numbers. Podcast listeners increased by 29.5% from 2018 to 2021. Over one-third are 104 million of Americans listen to podcasts regularly. I mean, 
Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. They have a lot mm-hmm. of choices too. That's what oh, I'm discovering. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, I don't know. So one of the articles that I was researching, it specifically said for the monthly listeners, the highest uh, amount came from South Korea, which actually surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. So my people's over there. They don't claim me, but <laughs> just in case, I'm I'm, I'm here on this one. Uh, <laughs> So the <laughs> fastest growing amount of listeners have actually been women. And it said since 2019, that 29.5% that we just talked about earlier of the increase have mainly been women. And I think the ages, if I remember correctly, I didn't write it down. So don't, you know, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's around like the 18 to the 35 year old age mm. range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so women are listening. That kind of changes. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that from our earlier about how there were only 9%. Well, it's even less now. So uh, that is 46% of uh, women are the listenership of podcasts. So that's gone up, while 51% are men and the other 3% are non-binary. So that's rising. So women are growing quite pretty quickly uh, in closing that gap for listenership. And then the amount of women who are hosts have jumped from in between 23 to 28%. So there's different numbers and it's ranging. And one of the things I did see when I saw this number uh, is that some of the question is like, is it because of shows like, and just like that, that more women are wanting to be hosts? Oh, wow. And I... I didn't read the answer because <laughs> I just needed numbers at that point in time, but mm-hmm. I hesitate mm. to say that's the reason. But it is yeah. interesting that we do see more representation. So I think that does make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think as more people listen, yeah. though, it also becomes, and as you say, if the hosts are rising, I think it's kind of a cyclical thing, whereas as they're more a women host, more women are listening. They're listening to women be host and they're thinking, hmm, maybe I'll give that a shot. Right. <laughs> I did find that pretty interesting because as uh, we were researching all of this and the numbers are increasing, it's still not a lot. And mm-hmm. as I was seeing in the listenership, that the top three, I think, uh, by gender were like kids and health, kids and yeah. family, health and fitness, and then true crime for women. Mm-hmm. Um, and men, it was a comedy, news, and something else. I didn't pay attention. But it was very <laughs> differing uh, for mm. each in context of what people were listening to. And that makes a lot of sense to mm-hmm. me. And we've talked about the fact that there is an overwhelming amount of true crime, and it is made up of mainly women. And we've already talked about why that might be. Listen to those past episodes. But I think it's really interesting because we've had a lot of people come and talk to us about having a podcast and what does it take. And my simple answer was, I don't know, have a friend who's already famous and then jump in with some good <laughs> good ideas um, because that's how I did it. And that's not the best advice, obviously. But I think there, there's something to be said about how, and Annie, you talked a little bit about this and you kind of are on that same track of like, well, <laughs> you were at yeah. the beginning, so that, that changed some things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my joke answer, and I know it can sound a little mean, and I don't mean it to be mean, it's just the truth, it's like invented time machine because I just happen to be... <laughs> Yeah. There, like I said, we didn't think it was going to work. I definitely didn't think it was going to work. <laughs> I was like, uh, you, whatever you say, boss, I'll get to work on this not radio thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, so I'm so happy to tell the story of how I got into podcasting because I think it's really interesting and kind of funny. But it's just like not advice you could replicate. And I, I right. guess the main thing I would say 
is I was very enthusiastic and I was a very, I was very eager to learn new things. And I mean, I actually, that is a good point because we've talked before, so many women won't submit an application unless they think they're, you know, 100% perfect. This was a case where I'm not, I'm not saying do this, but I did like flat out tell the person interviewing me who was Jerry Rowland from Stuff You Should Know, by the way. Um, <laughs> I told her, like, I don't have any skills in that department. I'd love to learn them. <laughs> but <laughs> and you know what? It's not wrong. <laughs> she, I mean, and this was for an intern position so at the time. So it's not like, you know... But I got, I went on to get a full-time job from that. And she told me later it was because I was so passionate and enthusiastic and I was clearly like curious and Mm -hmm. like excited about it. So, I I mean, I think there's something to be said for that. And I mean, it's hard because I think one of the things when I look back that I did, when I first started hosting that I, I cringe at and I think a lot of people do, I tried so hard to be liked by like everybody. Right. Which means I, I really diluted myself and also just felt terrible because whenever you try to like make yourself likable by everybody it's not a good feeling right so I know that that's a it's a frustrating answer to some people but being your kind of authentic self and recognizing like what do you bring to the table and what makes you excited and what is that thing that you can people will tune into you because it's you and you are talking about it and your viewpoint is interesting right I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think we've said this before. We'll uh, keep going with the fact that equipment matters. Understanding equipment matters. It does help with that process. Understanding editorial things. If you've got someone who's in production who knows mm-hmm. and would be able able to help you, that's an awesome like logistics to have. Overall, yeah, being personable and being open really, really seems to uh, resonate with others and really being able to catch on uh, to what you're saying, having something new, something different, something interesting, but loving what you do. Like that's a big part of uh, having this podcast. I think another part because I did read it, did read in a tweet that I saw, which a woman podcaster was coming on talking about her history show. Sounded really cool, really exciting. She's a little bit younger, and she was talking about how she got her first negative review, and it was about her the way she speaks and yeah. how they didn't think she sounded intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I really everybody I think below that was like. Oh, honey, <laughs> welcome to the world of podcasting and the sexism and the misogyny that overlays no matter what you do, no matter what you sound like, no matter how you do it or how you practice it, someone's always going to come in about your voice, about mm-hmm. the way you speak, and about the way you deliver something because you are a woman and mm-hmm. go ahead and try to discredit you. So for me, which I get those a lot, and I've gotten those a lot. Um, and I know many of the past hosts have. Like that's yeah. been a constant thing when I look at the past reviews. This is the number one. What is wrong with them? And of course, my defense is like, uh, I'm Korean and didn't speak, start speaking English until I have eight. So I, so I have a weird like mix uh, accent of North Georgia and Korean. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but like there's so many things to that. And we see you have to be able to build a better like system of not reading those reviews, which I cannot listen to. I cannot handle that advice myself. So, you know. Sorry. Mm-mm. But like the, the, those types of conversations have to be had because you need to understand you're not the only one and you're probably doing a great job because they are saying that to you. That means people are listening. Yeah. I, I think that's an excellent point when we talk about what is perhaps keeping women, the numbers of women who are hosts down is that, I would say. 
mm-hmm. feeling like you have to be an expert to talk about anything. And let me tell you, a lot of those male podcast hosts are not experts. And that's okay. You can have that. In <laughs> as long as you're upfront about it, it's okay to not be an expert. It's okay not to be an expert, but you don't need to be a dick either. So Yes, also true. Some men, some men just really love that. <laughs> that's, they do. <sighs> I've been thinking about this episode topic for a while. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I've, I've been, uh, thoughts are ruminating. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. And like, you know, the technical prowess. Some people succeed recording on their on their phones and without, you know, uh, professional editing projects. I think that's possible. I think it's harder, but I think it's possible. Right. But I think those are the some of the things that are holding women back. But yeah, right. definitely those, those sexist critiques. I will say like, there are so many, I feel like the industry has changed so much. I used to have a lot of tips and now I think it's kind of obsolete. But it used to be like you would right. schedule, you would post something at a certain time so people right. or fans could expect it and like all this stuff. And I think it's just so saturated out there now. It is. that I'm not saying that's useless advice, but I don't think it's nearly as good as it used to be. <laughs> well, and I will put this out there too. Like, uh, I know one of the things that I saw as we were researching this was that, you know, make sure you use this amount of time and not this amount of time of how long your podcast is. And I think the yeah, recommendation was yeah. like 30 to 50 minutes, yep. which is very cool and all. And then mm-hmm. uh, they're like, don't have too many ads. And I laugh because we have no control. <laughs> On yeah. how many ads we have, and believe us, <laughs> we don't make those decisions. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors, for you. Yes. But yeah, exactly. But they do pay our bills. Yeah, not necessarily our bills, but I guess our corporation bills, and we'll just uh, <laughs> leave it at that as well. But a lot of that is to to this point that it's not necessarily glowing to be on a network either. So mm-hmm. I I think we're coming back around. Maybe I'm just delusional to really appreciating indie podcasts. Mm-hmm. So that is something to be said for those out there who are like, oh, how do I get on a network? You know, there's a lot of ins and outs, good and bad for being on a network of that is a platform. But having your own control, having control of your own stuff, there's something to be said. Not that we don't. We definitely have a lot more control than some other podcasts out there for sure. But I think that needs to be said. Like Because people kept approaching us and continue to approach us. I'm like, how do I get onto your network? I'm like, do you really want to? This is yeah. these are the, both the good and the bad. And that's just a reminder of all these things that you shouldn't stop and thinking that the big picture is to be on the network. That's not necessarily true because right now we're also saturated by a lot of celebrities who do the bare minimum. So for y'all who are like, hey, what can we do? Yeah, bare minimum seems to be okay for them. I think <laughs> medium, 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 medium. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make a new word. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I, before we move on from this point, I remember Samantha and I back when we were like talking at uh, podcast conferences, we wanted to do one on, on kind of what we're talking about now. And I ha- I found this article and I still have it saved in my favorites. And it's been, I think, two or three years. And it was titled... Looking to start a podcast? Don't. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying like I agree with that, but it just made me laugh so hard. I mean, that could be another deterrent, but it was just essentially a guy going through and saying, 
you'll never make money unless you do <laughs> all of this. <laughs> right. And it is. And it does feel like a needle in a haystack uh, at this point. Because, again, it is very saturated. But... That shouldn't stop you from doing your own just for yourself and your friends, which we have yeah. people in our mm-hmm. friend groups who do it, and we love it. Uh, yeah. Like, go ahead. I have a friend who does one about uh, Moby Dick. Go ahead. Oh, cool. They do a whole club. <laughs> they do a whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's a whole uh, book club. But at one point, it was yeah. like, I was like, oh, a okay. lot of Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. Just love, I mean, there's a lot to be said to that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we know there is a so-called creative money to be made here. And we want to highlight some podcasts that we should we think that you should check out. And we talked about doing this, like, for more episodes. We kind of fall, fell back because we got overwhelmed with all the other things that we need to do. So it might not be with all episodes, but we did want to highlight a few here. And if you're looking to expand, oh, and by the way, several of these, I think all of these have been listed through listeners uh, who recommended it on Good Pods Twitter. And if you don't know what Good Pods Twitter is, they are a podcast app that does a wonderful job in highlighting indie podcasts. So you should go and download that if you're trying to find an alternative from the main network and apps. <laughs> but don't leave us. We love you. But don't uh, leave us. Yeah, we yes. love you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Shades and Layers by Katlano Saxana Ricci. And this podcast is a podcast, quote, focused on Black women entrepreneurs and a platform for exploring issues and challenges around business ownership, representation, and holistic discussion about the meaning of sustainability in an increasingly complex global context. Uh, they are based out of South Africa and currently working on season three. Yeah. And then we have Keep the Flames Alive by Jill Jarrett and Allison Brown. And these lovely hosts, quote, explore the stories of the Olympics and Paralympics through sports, athletes, officials, organizers, host cities, fans, and more. And they have new episodes every week. So if you liked our little reports, I think you're going to enjoy the history of that too. It's timely. The Winter Olympics start tomorrow as we record this. Uh, Then there's Honey and Hustle, hosted by Angela Hollowell, and is, quote, a video podcast featuring conversations with creative entrepreneurs, small business owners, and nonprofit founders. This is where storytelling and entrepreneurship collide to help dreamers like you crush the hustle and build a sustainable business. And they also will be releasing their season, their third season soon. Yeah, they have a whole newsletter, too. Uh, Hollowell has a whole newsletter, like Honeypot, I believe, uh, that you can be a part of and learn more about what she's doing because it's beyond, obviously, just a podcast and YouTube. So very fun stuff. And then there is Let Me Tell You Something, Bitch, hosted by, well, as they write on their site, uh, Let Me Bitch, Bitch, quote, this bitch, an artist, thinker, scammer, spy, bearing it all anonymously. So we don't know who it is. But uh, the description goes as, quote, born out of the monotony of being quarantined single, let me tell you something, bitch, is a podcast about everything. I have stories out the yin-yang. Now, let me tell you something, bitch. Uh, So it's pretty fun. They have all kinds of episodes. (laughs) It's everywhere. It goes everywhere. Very entertaining. Whoever is doing it does a phenomenal job. And you should take a listen. Uh, And sometimes I think it would be nice to be this open and entertaining. Maybe we need to do an anonymous version where we just go all out. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think we should do a like a special. I've been trying to get spoiled Saturdays going. I now have a new thing where I recently tried to explain the plot of Soul to a friend while incredibly drunk. And now I'm like, <laughs> this should be a show because it was the I funniest damn show. thing. <laughs> I think there's a show where there they are uh, two women who drink and then try to explain conspiracy theories to each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, See, we could get our own riff on that. We could. Oh yeah. We could, and we've discussed before if we could have like kind of not safe for uh, work. Just I mean, open. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's possible. It's possible. So the let me tell you something bitch is doing something good. I really, <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I love to see more people, more women, more representation in this field. And listeners, we know you've got some recommendations and we would love to get them. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 